Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Let's Just Talk About. I'm your host, Tony Lopez, and alongside me, Jeff Burtis. Jeff, say what's up. Praise the almighty. What's cracking? Not much, man. Man, we had some history go down on Monday Night Raw last night, didn't we? Oh, yes, the good history. Good history. Bobby Lashley is now the WWE champion, only becoming the third African-American to become the WWE champion in WWE championship history. Like, you know, that is very alarming. That is very alarming that throughout the 60 plus years of WWE, champions like Bruno San Martino, John Cena, I mean, CM Punk, and only, only three people three African-Americans have held the WWE Championship. The Rock, Kofi Kingston, and now the almighty Bobby Lashley. And Bobby Lashley is also the oldest to ever, to ever get his first WWE Championship. But if if you... Look. What is he? 45 or something like that? Yep. Second He's, only to Vince. He might, be, he might be a little bit younger than Vince, but... He's up there. Um, here's the thing. Nobody realizes he's 45 years old. He looks like he's in his 30s. He looks like he's in great shape. He is an incredible shape. He keeps himself in incredible shape. Like, and it's just the way they built up to this match last night on Raw was... Um, a wee bit infuriating to watch because I sat and watched the entire episode of Raw, all three hours. And that's oh my po- god, Miz! Oh my that's, god, that's the point. Oh, I, I know it, it's just oh, that's. So you're getting mad at a heel being No, 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 I don't know I loved it, it was just like, it worked What he did worked Yes Like, he was supposed to do Well, the show started off with Drew McIntyre in the ring cutting a promo After losing, for the first time Since losing his championship At the Elimination Chamber He said Whoever won between Miz and Bobby Lashley Later on the night would be Have a huge target on their back which rightfully so he hasn't gotten a rematch yet so but he was interrupted by the Miz and John Morrison and they were just trying to antagonize him trying to pretty much you know do other things but Sheamus and McIntyre had a match pretty damn good match might I add uh, where it took a lot for Drew to win, but Drew ended up beating Sheamus clean. And uh, so, and then they were supposed to, uh, what is it? The Miz was supposed to have a match at the start of the eight o'clock central hour, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Bobby's in the ring, um, ready to go. But then they cut backstage and it's the Miz uh, faking cramps. So, and stomach aches. Sounds like a certain... Sounds like uh, him just trying to get out of the match. Like It's like a doctor said it's because of nerves. I'm like, 
that actually is a real thing. That's the fun part. But good way of putting into the storyline. And then Adam Pierce comes out of nowhere and says, Hey, you will have this match at the start of the nine o'clock central hour. And then <laughs> oh boy. They had a few things in the middle of that, but it was just like filler. All filler. They yep. had a Naomi like a Naomi Nia match, but who cares? That was a squash match. That that was all filler. Uh the the hurt business versus Braun Strowman and Adam Pierce, which they're pretty much setting up Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. I keep reiterating this because it keeps becoming more clear and clear that that is going to be the match that's going to happen at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Especially with Shane O'Mac back in the picture, it makes perfect sense. And also, Tony, you forgot to point out that the Miz was trying to say, "Hey, Drew, t- help me, help me take out Lashley." He was trying to before all this during that Drew McIntyre promo. Oh, yeah. He was like, "Hey, hey, uh, come on, you and me, WrestleMania. Can you imagine?" Help me take out Lashley. Trying to weasel his way out of this. Yeah, because he... At least The Miz knew throughout the whole night how much of a threat Bobby Lashley has become. Especially with the way WWE has booked him when he was the United States champion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, they made him look unstoppable. Yes, I mean after last week after that match between him and Strowman, which I thought it was gonna go triple threat, but Lashley just outright destroyed Strowman. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god! Even lift him up that that is one heck of a spine buster. It's literally it's a choke slam, but he's he has him up as a spine buster, and he has his hand on their chest and just throws the the opponent into the mat and I'm like ah <laughs> and it's, it's also the amount of height that he gets on that yes the height is just um also also but also before the whole Miz Lashley thing you have to talk about a really good be- opening match Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus said that i already talked about that did you yeah you didn't it was actually a really good it was match, it's a, it's, it, it was a long match but it was a really really good match um i mean the only issue were commercial breaks yeah but, but that, that's that's that is that's fine though i'm i'm it's raw i expect a lot of commercial breaks especially on the usa network you know it, it is to be expected it's to be expected but then 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 we had that filler match and then miz said I have stomach aches. I have cramps. And then literally Lashley just came out and grabbed him by the neck. I'm like, I will beat your ass. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh. And then we get, my God. and then we get to the the nine o'clock central hour. Or not the nine o'clock central hour. The eight o'clock central hour. And mm-hmm. they're in the ring, ready for the match. Both of them are in there. And Miz runs like a coward bell rings and he he gets out of the ring grabs his belt and hauls ass out of the arena i mean can you blame him 
Not at all. <laughs> I'm like, that is an angry buff black. That is an angry buff black man, and you're just ticking him off even more. Yeah, I'm like, he's getting more and more pissed off throughout the night. And Shane McMahon pretty much said, if Miz does not defend his championship tonight, he will be stripped of the WWE championship. Which pretty much meant we're gonna get a championship match. One way or another. And the stipulation that Shane McMahon put in was Lumberjack match. That way Miz had legitimately nowhere to run. And just nowhere to run, you were gonna face the Almighty One. And it was legit. There was only about five, ten minutes left in the show when this uh, when this whole stipulation went down. And mm-hmm. that's how we knew it was like, okay, it's gonna be quick. It's gonna be Bobby. <laughs> there was no way. They, credit to WWE because they've been building this up the whole entire show. And then we'll and then they actually paid it off. When they paid it off, I was like, yes. I know it's heel versus heel, but Miz played a play. It was more like Lashley was the face. He was like, quit running. Just face me already. And <laughs> just and Miz is like, no, no. And I want you to think about something. The who was at Bobby Lashley's side? when Bobby Lashley won the TNA World Championship. You tell me. Was it MVP? And who is by Bobby Lashley's side when when Bobby Lashley wins the WWE Championship? MVP. Hmm. Now tell me. Who's uh, essential in the Hurt Business? Literally, thank you, MVP. Thank you for coming back to WWE and just being a boss. Remember, Lashley, he went through the the three sisters. The three sisters. Oh, my God. And the the wedding with Lana. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about all that. The Leo Rush... The Leo Rush stuff where it started the Almighty character, which that was good. But the three sisters to the Almighty character to to being Lana's uh lover. Yeah, I don't I don't like that one. And, and then this pet the pandemic happened and then decided and then we saw the scenes with MVP like, hey, you deserve better than what you're getting and we were like oh i was like oh this is good good please and then lashley got the then he got the divorce from lana and then the hurt business was on and oh my god the hurt business has been probably the best thing going on in raw most consistent thing going on raw during the whole pandemic oh yeah them and drew mcintyre so, in my opinion, this is setting up a Bobby Lashley Drew McIntyre match at WrestleMania. And let's be honest, we only had that match once. Yeah. When McIntyre was champion, right? Yeah, we did. And that was 
that wasn't that was that was all the setup lana just the lot of yeah it had nothing to do with how good bobby has been recently thank goodness thank goodness that was at the that was at the beginning of his uh reign also also on the show by the way uh we had a match between damian priest and elias which it's more of the musical side of everything i understand why that match happened um, because of Bad Bunny and Elias, really. Um, a lot of the storyline for Damian Priest right now will involve uh, Bad Bunny. As long as he keeps uh, showing up on Monday Night Raw, he's going to be involved in a storyline. Which, credit to him, he's there every week right now. Every week. Hey. If you're showing up every week, you're looking like a full time. Exactly. Um, also, there was a match between Charlotte and Shayna Baszler. Um, Wait, Char- Charlotte's now going for the Raw Women's Championship again. Oh, but you know what? Again, we got to remember that Rhea Ripley's coming soon. Hopefully, before Mania, it might put a little wrinkle into everything. I don't know what's going to happen exactly. Uh, it, it may spoil Charlotte's WrestleMania hopes. Who knows? Also, Matt Riddle pretty much Matt Riddle and the Lucha House Party just pretty much made the uh, made Retribution look bad. And but then Mustafa Ali beat Riddle because of Retribution at ringside. What do I don't know what they plan on doing. I think they're gonna they're gonna split them up at some point. Please. And the last thing I wanted to mention was Randy Orton backstage in in his promo, interrupted again by Alexa Bliss. But then she she has a jack in a box, and she barely turns it and goes da 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 da, da, da. and then she whispers to it, "Bring him back." I was like, ah. No, we'll get. And then you yes, see Tony. a a man walk from backstage, reveals himself. It's Randy Orton, or a he's coming face to face with um, quote unquote everything that he has done. Tony, you know what this means. We're getting right? it. We're getting it. We're, We're getting, getting it. it. <laughs> He has the history for it, right? Exactly. Exactly. I know. I know you're not a fan of cinematic. You're not really that big of a fan of cinematic matches. But Tony, this has to be cinematic. I just, I don't understand how you would do a cinematic at a stadium show. You, this has to be cinematic. I, again, I just don't understand how you would do it. That's. That's. I'm not saying. That it shouldn't be. I just don't understand how you would do it in front of all of those fans at that stadium. And yes, you'll figure and it yes, out. Way. There is going to be fans at that stadium. I can't, Tony. I mean, you got to make an attempt. Oh, I know. I know. Look, look. It's just, we'll see what happens. That's my. That's my whole thing. A firefly. What we're talking about is the best. Probably my opinion, my favorite cinematic match. Probably my favorite cinematic match WWE has ever produced. Mm-hmm. 
or favorite cinematic match in a long time ever the Firefly Funhouse match yeah oh when he when that match with Cena that was the wasn't it okay let's be real it wasn't a match it wasn't a match (laughs) because there was no official pinfall there was no official match it was pretty much a mind fuck that's really what it was it's the it, it was still a match I still, I still saw one two three I saw a pinfall uh-huh. so counts as a match okay but still if that happens cool but otherwise I want to see what they do because they have the advantage of the show not being um an eight hour show in South Florida but from what I understand there's gonna be a three hour show two nights two nights two three hour shows so that's what I understand is gonna be um let's talk a little bit about Smackdown I want to just touch on some uh, bigger things I don't even want to talk about the whole show in general um I mean the whole Roman Reigns show I want to talk first about the reasons behind Apollo Crews I so smile so smiling black guy has a character I think this is what we should have gotten from Apollo Crews all along like embrace your roots bro like finally I'm just happy he has I'm just happy he's no longer the smiling black guy he he's a He's a Nigerian character. He, he he talks about his his real Nigerian roots, how his family came from Nigerian royalty, and I'm like, yo, well, I don't think we've ever gotten a character like that. Like, and then he starts speaking like his ancestors and his family talks, and it's like, oh, oh, we're 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 getting a real change of the guard here now. I'm like, and, and if finally? any of you ignorant motherfuckers say, "Oh, he's just talking like the guys from Black Panther," come on, man! I read Stop. that in the comments just... on the YouTube videos, and like, are you guys kidding me? I don't, I don't know why just... that triggers me so much. Like, calm down, calm down. Do your homework people before you start saying some ignorant ass bullshit yes but that's for a different that's for a different top that's for a different therapy session uh but also it really does um continue uh, this really does continue the apollo Crews big e storyline like i actually i i don't care that how many times he has gotten an opportunity i want to see it again like, but this time I need a stipulation, like a, a real stipulation, and I, I wouldn't even knock- mind Apollo winning knock- it. I need Nakamura involved in that somehow. I think it should be a ladder match at WrestleMania. I was thinking tag team titles for ladder. Well, match. I mean, for the tag team scene on SmackDown. I don't see enough tag teams to put into a ladder match. And for Raw, 
it, it's the hurt business and who. No offense to the, the Lucha House Party. You mean, you mean loser? Well, the house thing party? with them is they've been appearing more on NXT anyway, so I don't see a I don't see a reason why they're even on Raw right now. They were literally in the Dusty Classic. <sighs> wow. Yeah, and they beat uh, somebody. I think they beat Imperium in the tournament. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's, exactly. So I just don't kinda, I don't I just don't see it. I don't see why they're there. I think they should be on NXT or even the 205 live division, but still not not Monday Night Raw. Um uh, let's see. Also I want to talk about Seth Rollins and Cesaro. Um I'm all for that feud. I am literally so down for that type I of think feud. Cesaro ends up as a disciple somehow oh but it's so weird oh because God. from what a lot of people have been saying Cesaro's contract is coming up here soon and I like I said I think I said this before but I think WWE is gonna re-sign him just so he doesn't go to AEW. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna they're gonna pay extra money because if Cesaro leaves, he's probably going to AEW and that's a big fuck. that's a big I mean, pick. especially with um who is it? Uh Paul White going to AEW. AKA the big, the big show. show. AKA the giant. Yeah, Paul White is now in AEW and here the specifics of the contract were he will wrestle just not regularly for what he's going to do regularly is they have announced a new uh, AEW show that will be on Mondays on their YouTube page which is called what was it like um, AEW Dark um, it had another title like an extra title in there but it's going to be Paul White and Tony Schiavone on commentary for that show and I'm like all right, I'll dig. I dig this. Big show, Big show on commentary. On commentary. Yeah, right. I mean, we've we've heard him talk. This the man can talk. We've also seen him act. The man can act his ass off. <laughs> I I'm kind of excited to see him in that role. Gives him something to do, and we can actually hear his inside on commentary you never know he could be <laughs> exactly good and now the two big things i wanted to talk about on smackdown from this past week were finally bianca belair made it official like we all predicted it would be bianca and sasha at wrestlemania yes 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 Two black women. Oh, 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 this is beautiful. This is. It's oh, just. It's Sasha. just. It's the fact that Sasha Banks has been the best champion in WWE, in my opinion, this past year because but... of the storyline between her and Bailey was the most intriguing things to watch throughout the entire year and tell me I'm wrong on that 
storyline wise, yes, the best. That's the correct. reason that me and you during the 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 performance center stage of SmackDown, we that's the reason we even watched SmackDown was because of those two. Yes. Roman wasn't back yet. We didn't we didn't care about really a lot of things going on in that show. There wasn't much to watch besides those two. Hell, yes. I remember there was episodes of SmackDown where we would sit there and we would watch it and somehow there was a flashback like match that they would just put on the show. And but we still had Bailey and we still had Sasha. And this year, Sasha has held that title for a while, has been the best women's champion on either brand, and has, she's putting in the work. And now Bianca Belair finally gets to have that opportunity. That new up and coming superstar. She wants to become the B-E-S-T of WWE. Versus the boss, the standard, the blueprint. One of the main reasons for this revolution in women's wrestling, Sasha Banks, going against the new breed of women's wrestling. Oh, this is going to be good. I'm telling you, this should be an event night one of WrestleMania. It, depending on how they break down the card, I think there should be a women's match as a main event. That no, no I'm saying, here's the thing. No, no, I'm saying night one, of the one. Nights should definitely be main evented by a women's match. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Tony, day two. I already know, I'm already telling you what. Edge of I Roman Reigns. I'm willing to guarantee. That's guaranteed. But isn't it funny? I hate to say this. And you're going to hate me saying this. Why are they building up Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns right now? I'm all for it. Why? Am Am I the crazy one in thinking... That they're trying to build a triple threat? No, no, no. I know, no. And I'm not saying this because I don't want it in this situation. I'm saying I don't want it. I want Edge and Roman. Straight up. One straight battle of the spears. But why is Daniel Bryan getting a push? He's got nothing better to do. What about the Intercontinental Championship? Huh? That's too busy with Apollo. Okay. um, Maybe a dream match between Shinsuke and Daniel Bryan. I mean, isn't Shinsuke down in the. um, No, Shin Shin uh, is pissed. That's all he is. He's pissed off because they don't know how to book him. But what did we get on SmackDown this week? Daniel Bryan and Jey Uso in a double countout. When Daniel Bryan is trying to get into the 
WWE Universal Championship match with Roman Reigns at Fastlane. So if he beats... Now we have it set up. Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso inside of a steel cage. And if, if Daniel wins... He faces Roman Reigns at yes. Fastlane for the Universal Championship. Nice. But you wouldn't... There's no way it, you don't see it, Roman Reigns in a championship match at WrestleMania. That's so main. Yeah. Here's the thing. Fastlane is the last pay-per-view before Mania. So, Daniel Bryan is just going to be fodder for Roman. But what if Daniel Bryan comes in as... What if he wins? Because of some... No, no. It would be some... I'm not saying it would be clean. By any means, I'm not saying it would be clean. What I'm saying is say some kind of shenanigans like, oh, Edge just comes out. Because there already has been backstage segments saying, you know, they, they had a backstage segment on SmackDown talking about Daniel Bryan doesn't think that Edge can beat Roman Reigns one-on-one. And he thinks that he could beat Roman Reigns easily one-on-one. But then Edge comes in and says... Well, what would happen if you won the championship and it'd be me and you? Daniel Bryan said he he's going to reserve saying what he thinks for the future. So I think Daniel Bryan thinks that he can get back his best wrestler in the world status like pretty quickly too because let's not even forget about the fact that on Talking Smack that promo, that little promo that he shot to Paul Heyman oh gold absolutely when's the last time we had Daniel Bryan in this mode man it's been a long time it's been it's been a minute realistically you could have a triple threat match at WrestleMania. I just would prefer in this situation a one-on-one match. That's my rank. That's fair. We we actually agree on something. You've always been like, please. Well, there's threat, certain there's threat, certain other threat, situations that would call for a triple threat. This Roman doesn't need a triple threat. Roman's storytelling in general makes it to where why would you want a triple threat the way he the way his matches are built just based on psychology alone Roman's matches are so much intriguing more as a one on one like just taking uh, example the storytelling inside of the match at the Clash of Champions with him and Jey Uso just that Uh... right there no hell in the oh, oh I, I start with Clash because I'm just like that one was so good, so good, 
and he didn't want to stop. God. But we we will see what happens down the line with that. So Yes, indeed. After this commercial break, um, we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about NXT and AEW. And AEW has a pay-per-view on Sunday. So we'll talk about that as well. So we'll be right back after this. Welcome back let's just talk about what is it with you in that wrestling voice I Jesus. don't know dude it's fun okay come on live a little man come on I guess I mean look we're getting to the good the good stuff in my opinion the NXT and the AEW stuff the Wednesday Night Wars or what may not be the Wednesday Night Wars for that much longer um wait, wait wait what yeah um so as you know the USA network is changing a little bit um mm-hmm. starting at the end of this year uh actually I think it's actually yeah the end of this year NBC Sports will no longer be a network so oh. so all their programming or at least their NHL programming will be coming to the USA network. Hmm. But what they promote every single week is Hockey Night in America on Wednesdays. Hmm. So from from what everything I've heard I think WWE is going to announce here very soon that NXT will be moving to Tuesdays. Thank God. Which I'm happy for. Very happy for. Jeff, you know how I feel about having to watch two damn good wrestling programs in one night. Oh, it's a pain in the ass. Because I have to look, I have the TNT app and the USA Network app. Most of the time, mm. what I'll do is I will watch AEW first, and then the next day on Thursday, I will watch NXT. Mm. If this happens, oh, I don't have to worry about that at all. Like. <laughs> You tell me yeah. that that would not be like a clutch thing for all of us wrestling fans to have those uh, two separated on different nights. That'd be incredible. That would be so amazing. It'd be, I'm like, yes. It's one of those things where I'd be more willing to watch the product if it was like that. <laughs> like, it, it's definitely. It's definitely going to be a bonus to not have to watch Kenny Omega and Adam Cole on the same night. <sighs> Speaking of Adam Cole, 
we're doing our NXT review right now. And the big thing on NXT this week was Adam Cole is going to explain himself. Did he really explain himself? No. No. He said he felt really bad about what he did to Kyle. Hmm. And then Roddy. Poor Roddy. Uh, Roderick Strong getting in the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, after Finn Balor came out and tried to jump Adam Cole, Roddy tries to pull him off, you know, for the save and everything like that. But then he ends up getting load blowed by Adam Cole. <clears throat> why? Why? Why you got to? Why you gotta do that, man? Why, why gotta... Cole? Why? You uh this the emotion. Just like the moment he's getting on his knees, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. This is gonna be bad. I mean, it, it's clearly building up to something. Do we know exactly clearly. what? No. Uh Cole. Cole, I'm thinking Cole, Adam Cole, Finn Balor, NXT Championship at Mania. That's what. That's what you. Oh my gosh, that's what should happen. And they don't have a scheduled takeover until after Mania sometime. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the best bet because I know. Um, Yo Shirai and Tony Storm are supposed to have a um, a women's championship match in, uh, not tomorrow but the week after they're supposed to have a women's championship match then so that's the only other time I'm thinking is Mania because it's so close to Mania uh. Jeff it's March 2nd I know. Mania is April 10th and 11th. Uh, and and WrestleMania 30 who is it? 38 mm-hmm. is a month and a year away. Tony Stop. Sorry, I'm getting sorry, guys. I'm trying to get them hyped up for it's, WrestleMania 38 in Arlington, Texas, at the AT&T Stadium. Goddamn Jerry World. That's a year away. Jeffrey, calm down, Jeff Burtis. We are going to go to WrestleMania and we're going to have a goddamn blast. <laughs> Tony, that's a year away. So calm down. Uh, but I think it, Cole. I just want to see what happens with the whole Kyle O'Reilly thing now when he comes back I want to see what happens then because if they're doing Finn Balor and uh, Adam Cole at Wrestlemania you gotta have something prepared for afterwards and it has to be Kyle O'Reilly those two those two can go and if anybody needs to do a little research go and watch their matches in Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling for actually, it was for the Ring of Honor Championship, but go watch those matches. <laughs> Please go watch those matches. 
Um, also on, on, on the show, um, we had Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis. Um, yeah, Jeff. Um, Hello? How weird is Dexter Loomis? Very, like, creepy, but entertaining. Yeah. It's the fact that Loomis in a non-title match got the win over Johnny Gargano. <laughs> but also there was a few funny things that happened in the middle of this. Um, like Indy Harwell and Dexter Loomis locking eyes <laughs> and somehow Indy finding that attractive. Uh, okay. Yep, that happened. Um, just Johnny's facial expressions in general. Uh, especially when he was getting choked out. Uh, creepy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know there's going to be a North American Championship match for Dexter Loomis at some point. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Ab- Do you want him to hold the belt? Actually, yeah, yeah, absolutely. At this point, yes. Um, uh, let's see. Also, uh, Io Shirai had a match with um, Zoe Stark, which, of course, Io won. But Zoe Stark is one of the newest signings to uh, NXT and the Performance Center. She's one of like they have been signing people left and right these last few weeks. And to like, I know the big name to come out of all this was Taya Valkyrie. Now, mm-hmm. now, if you are a noob in wrestling. And you don't know who Taya Valkyrie is. I'll just say Lucha Royalty, John Morrison's wife. Nice. Very Longest nice. reigning impact knockouts champion ever. Mm-mm. Um she's actually Canadian. It's just fluent in Spanish and French. It's it's actually a kind of like a funny mix, so it's like okay, interesting here. Um, but she is actually probably like we've seen how small the women's con- division can be in WWE. Mm-hmm. She ain't small. She's probably one of the stronger women coming into NXT. So down there, down the line, I could see her and somebody in a uh, NXT Women's Championship match. Um, there was also like two other big guys that got signed. I know uh, one of them was endorsed by um, Paul Heyman. Oh boy! Well, I mean, because he does legitimately look like Brock Lesnar when he was young, except he looks like Brock oh, Lesnar with tattoos. That's scary. Yeah, uh, he was like an offensive lineman somewhere. I think his name was like Parker Bordeaux. Um, yeah, look at that. Look that guy up. Uh, also, um, officially, uh, I think Rick Steiner's son is signed with an uh, with the Performance Center. 
Mm. After failing to get into the NFL, he signed with uh, the Performance Center. Okay, that's usually where that's usually how it works. You can't make it in the NFL, so you just hey, let's go WWE. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um. Also, could we be seeing the end of um, Killian Dane and Drake Maverick? No. Now here's the interesting foil. Right after they lose their match to GYV, mm-hmm. they're backstage in the lock. Well, not even the locker room. I think the nurses, well, the medical room. And who comes in the room? But Alexander Wolf. Now, why is this intriguing? You know, Alexander Wolf was part of Sanity. Oh. And he is currently a member of Imperium. Join Imperium, Killian Dane? That's a real possibility. Killian Dane and Alexander Wolf reuniting in Imperium and making them a bigger stable. Like, and just imagine when Valter gets back on stateside how massive that group will be they they could have their own five on five survivor series match like genuinely Uh, uh, i would love to see it but i don't i don't know how that would foil so well we'll we'll, we will uh, see we will see oh if uh, soon Soon. Oh my god. That sounds amazing. Oh yeah. Um Imperium bigger than before. A fo- Imperium versus WWE. Oh god, yes. Exactly. Um The final match of the night on NXT though was Karrion Cross and Santos Escobar in a no disqualification match. Fall and pray. Yeah, then this match didn't even start in the ring. This match started in the parking lot. <laughs> so we know Carrion. Well, we know Santos has been trying to get under Carrion's skin for weeks. And I just think it's smart to build up your cruiserweight champion against one of the better better members of the roster Mm -hmm. but it's also trying to make Garion stronger he still technically hasn't lost a match in NXT since he's been there how long before he goes for it oh no dude it's, it's soon he will be a champion very very soon and I mean Kimbo. very soon TikTok right exactly TikTok but this match was like literally all over the place um, Raul Mendoza and uh, Joaquin Wild kept getting thrown everywhere um, I know this match ended up ending after um, Cross put Escobar 
through a table via Saido Suplex. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he had to get steps to help him do that. Oh, boy. But it was it was interesting. Like, it, it still keeps cross strong. I, but you're right. This week's episode of NXT was not nearly as exciting as Raw or SmackDown at all. Way for the main roster to step up their game. Oh, yeah. Um, now we're going to talk about AEW. Because um, this tomorrow is the go-home show for Revolution. And really, they're getting ready to have a bonkers show. A bonkers show next Sunday. Because they could still add like one or two matches on the card. They could announce uh, a couple other things that are going to happen. But the real thing is... We're going to get... An exploding barbed wire death match. No. Oh, no. For the AEW World Championship. I don't like this. Jeff, neither do I. But damn it, I, I, we're getting it. Uh, this could be really now, bad. Jeff. Really, I'm not even going to talk about dynamite because I want to talk about the. I'm going to preview the show, and we're going to actually make picks, makes picks this time. I'm not going to beat around the bush. Okay. Now I'm going to start with the one I think is going to end up being. One of the first matches on the card. I think the Casino Tag Team Royale. Now, mm-hmm. this consists of seven teams. Um, and the teams are Bear Country, John Silver and Alex Reynolds of the Dark Order, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson of the Dark Order, Santana and Ortiz. Butcher and the Blade, Private Party, and Top Flight. Now, here are the rules of the match. Order of entry will be selected by lottery. Two tag teams will start. Every 90 seconds, a new team will enter the match. Individual elimination occurs when the competitor is thrown over the top rope and both feet touching the floor. Tag teams are eliminated when both competitors have been oh. have been ruled out of the match. The match will continue until there is only one competitor or team remaining. The winner of this will earn an AEW Tag Team Championship match. So one person can be eliminated from the match from your team, but doesn't mean your team is eliminated. That's that's a new way of looking that's at it. That's a good wrinkle, because that means that can, this match can last a little bit longer. Now, out of those teams, who do you think will win? Private Party. I was thinking either Private Party or... Alex Reynolds and John Silver of the Dark Order. Because mm. we, 
I have talked to you for months about how good those two are. Especially mm. John Silver. That little freaking he's like five foot eight, maybe five seven. I'll give I'll give him mm. that at most. And he is probably the strongest person in Dark Order. He's also the That's one it. with the most amount of character. And he you know what he better be wearing? If he doesn't, I'll actually be kind of pissed off. Calm down. Is the um the gear that Brody Lee paid for because he was they were gonna do a spot on um being the elite where he was playing a mini uh Brody Lee. But like he he legit has Brody Lee gear. Uh that and that'd be awesome if he wore that during that match. <laughs> um now yeah, I think this is probably gonna be like a, a, a the stupidest match of the night because I don't even know what involves in a big money match. So uh, it's the big money match. Hangman Adam Page versus Matt Hardy. Big money Matt Hardy. I'm, I'm taking I'm, that. I'm one. gonna take Hangman, but I don't know what this match entails. Like, what even is a big money match? That's why, I, I mean, the fact that it's big money Matt, that's why I got it. It's his match. So that's why I got to take uh, yeah. Matt Hardy. Uh, I don't know. Um, now we have Chuck Taylor in Orange Cassidy versus Miro and Kip Sabian. Now, this mm-hmm. all stems from Chuck Taylor um, having to serve Miro as his butler for a few weeks. And mm-hmm. pretty much Chuck and Orange Cassidy ruining the wedding of Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian on the one that was on national TV, of course. Um, yeah, it's. It's like the the match I expected to be on TNT, not Revolution. Surprised that it's going on Revolution. Yeah, you know what? It's kind of cool because Miro finally gets a pay-per-view match. Um, oh, that's what you care about. Well, look, he's been having a lot of TV matches, and I want to see him get a pay-per-view opportunity on, uh, on Revolution. But I am going to take Sabian and Miro. Yeah, Mero first uh, pay per view match in AEW. Uh, good luck. Yeah, I know it's it's it should be good though. Um, now we have the face of the Revolution ladder match for a future TNT Championship opportunity. It's a six man ladder match, and so far we know four of the six uh, participants. Those are Cody Rhodes, Penta El Zero Miedo, Scorpio Sky, and by winning his qualifying match, Lance Archer. We still don't know the now, other two, do we? One of them will be, I think one Tony, of them will be announced at the pay-per-view. 
So, Tony, I can't give a full prediction until I know every. Well, I can uh, tell you, it probably isn't going to be one of these two. Um, Max Caster of the Acclaimed and the Dark Orders, Preston Vance, who is number ten. Those two mm-hmm. are going to be having a qualifying match to see who's in that, and I don't think either of those guys are going to win. So, just for shits and giggles, I'm going to say. Scorpio Sky. Um, just for shits and giggles, I'll say Cody. Yeah, probably would be Cody too. I mean, I'm sorry, but I know, I know. What do you want? I mean, it's Cody, okay? So we also have a women's championship match between Hikaru Shida. And the winner of the tournament to determine a number one contender that will be announced on Dynamite because that match will happen on Dynamite. The winner of the United States side of the bracket was Nyla Rose. And the winner of the the Japan side of the bracket is Ryo Mitsunami. I said that right. Oh my God, I feel good. Now, good job. Now those two will be facing off in a match on Dynamite this week to face Hikaru Shida. I'm still saying Shida wins. Yeah, she's been booked too good as a champion. As a champion, I don't see her losing that anytime and soon. This is going to be Mitsunami's first match stateside since I want to say. It was either all in or revolution last year before the pandemic. Cause she, you know, when they brought the Japanese women in for the six women matches, she's the one mm-hmm. who came out weirdly looking like a swole, tiny version of Kazuchika Okada. Yeah, that was, oh, a, that's God. a real thing, by the way. Um, I think, I think she'll end up winning, not Nyla. I think Nyla's had way too many opportunities at the AEW Women's Championship, and I think somebody else has deserved a shot. Um, mm. but I'm glad we agree on that one. Um, now the AEW World Tag Team Championships: the Young Bucks versus Chris Jericho and MJF of the Inner Circle. At first, I wanted to say the Young Bucks, but after seeing the storyline, I think I do want to see Jericho and MJF just to see the dissension of uh, the the inner circle and even more. You know what makes me sad? Why did they have to go and make Papa Buck bleed? Not Papa Buck. That's that's Calm that's down. the Young Bucks' dad. They made him bleed on national TV. Chat. Kudos well, he, he, he's that. a mark. He 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 will do what is best for business. That's but good. I'm still going to take the young bucks, but I see some shenanigans happening in the inner circle as well. So that's uh, that's all I'm looking forward to is what happens with the inner circle. And next up is the street fight between Sting and Darby Allen and. Ricky Starks and there's Brian no Cage of Team Taz. There's no way 
Sting does not. Sting and yeah, uh, Darby Allin. Yeah, like, come on, like guys. Like, you're booking this match. You booked the match a month ahead of time. And did you not expect Sting to win this match? Sting? There's no We're talking no about way. Sting. We're not talking about the... Uh, I don't know Scott Steiner or something like that. Uh, it, it's the Stinger. Sting is the face. Uh, he is the face of WCW. Let's be From honest. From surfboard here. Sting to the guy with Scorpion Deathlock and everything like that. It that was Sting. Always Sting. Always will be Sting. Sting is WCW. He carried that company through the NWA times. Well, actually, it was after that, really. But he was the guy after Ric Flair. And yeah, nobody, yes, nobody better. And now he's in AEW. He's not gonna like. We all know this. This man is not here to wrestle full time. We know this. He's 61 years old. If this man started to wrestle full time, I'd be worried. Very. So just the fact that they're having a street fight, it actually gives him protection so he doesn't have to take crazy bumps in the ring. Unlike this next match we're going to talk about. For the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. An exploding barbed wire death match between the challenger, John Moxley, and the champion, Kenny Omega. Now, Jeff, I'm taking Omega. I'm but, taking Omega too. But, oh my God, I'm glad this is the last match on the card. Oh my god, this yes. was gonna be a crazy one, don't you know? Uh and also Don Callis <laughs> is still gonna be a ringside. Listen. I'm so I'm scared just like I'm actually more scared me. of what they could legitimately do to each other. Especially John Moxley not really caring. Mm. You know, he did not I mean, an understatement. And he has a baby on the way. The fact that, like, you know, Renee Paquette is going to be sitting at home, like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Because genuinely, <laughs> it's like the scariest thing somebody could be watching for somebody. Somebody yeah. could be watching. Um, and this. This is just mm-mm. no. Uh, I don't like the idea of this match. Just please keep yeah, please. it safe. Um, that's, that's all. I that's have. all the AEW talk that we have too. Um, oh, also, let's do a little preview for tomorrow's Dynamite and NXT. NXT they have um, the women's tag team championship match on the show tomorrow night. Between Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, and Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Dude, I think Raquel and I Kai think have a legit win. shot. 
because I think Nia and Shane are going to be moving up to the, like the, the main, main uh, yeah, the main feud, like the yep. women's championship I think feud, so too. maybe. And it also gives a uh, opportunity for that women's championship to be defended on on all shows, actually. Uh, NXT, also, NXT. Also NXT. on Dynamite tomorrow night will be. Um, the match that nobody really and truly wanted Cody Rose and Red Velvet versus I forgot what the other chicks uh, Jade and Shaquille O'Neal mm-hmm. you know really what want I want this? now is something that we can actually get in AEW the, the match that WWE was teasing for years but damn it we can get it in AEW You, you know what want I want, that, Jeff? You? Do you really know what I want? Yeah. What do I yes, want? Yes, I know what you want. You want a Shaq Paul White match? A Shaq Paul White match? No, you don't. You really don't need I it. It's more need you it, want it, Jeff. And no, I need it. You do not. As soon as AEW. All out free. Tony, you can stop. I don't want to. Yes, you can stop. I feel like that would be a show. It would be so weird because you know these two have history. Hell, we've seen them both in the ring at the same time at WrestleMania 32 in the middle of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. We solved this. <laughs> but, yes, but, 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 there's also there's, one there's match a that we've actually you. already kind of talked about, which is Ryu uh, versus Nyla Rose for the, the number one contender spot for the AEW Women's Championship. Uh, Nyla again. I just hope she doesn't win it. Um, also, Jeff, it is time. Hello. The Golden Star of the Week. Who has been. Do I even need. No, you you can go ahead and say yours. Bobby Lashley. Uh, looking dominant, looking almighty, and now he's the WWE champion. Exactly. He is the WWE champ. As pissed off as he was throughout the night, he ends up being the most dominant person in all of uh, WWE right now. I'm actually going to give my Golden Star of the Week to, um, Somebody I never thought I would give it to. Um, Suzuki Guns El Desperado. Now, why would I give it to him? Because this week, he won the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. After um, Hiromu Takahashi Mm. went out with an injury uh, that he's going to actually... I think it's a torn rotator cuff. And he's going to be out for, I want to say, six to eight months. 
And oh. actually, for as long as um, as long as Desperado's been in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, which has been a long time, he has never won mm-hmm. the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. And so, That's and he has also, after this, challenged. And it's the same night, by the way. He challenged Kota Bushi for a match at, I want to say, is their next big show. And he challenged him for both the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships. You know, because the, the Junior and the Heavyweight Championship normally have just a an exhibition singles match like... Uh, Two years ago, we had um, Will Ospreay versus Kazuchika Okada in that kind of situation. Same situation. But Desperado specifically asked to face for the titles at this show. But, oh, you should have seen Koda. He was like, I'll beat you like I did seven years ago. Because seven years ago was the last time Koda and Desperado had a match and that was for the IWGP Junior Championship. And mm. yeah, yeah, it's 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 definitely an interesting situation. But Jeff, is there anything else that you want to add on? So I got absolutely right. nothing, sir. That means it's the end of our show. It's time for me to talk about social media handles and such. Guys, follow us on socials. Uh, follow me at Tony Lopez76 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, follow Jeff on Twitter at Shadowwalker0620. You know, message us if y'all want any, if y'all want, we'll answer questions on the show if y'all really want us to. Just, you know, you just got to message mm-hmm. us. You know, give us feedback, yeah. critique us. Um, you know, and if you're listening from another country, please message us. We want to know where you're listening from. But if that's it, my name is Tony Lopez. Signing out. Peace out.